Warning! What follows is an extra supernatural special edition of Weird and Feared. Oh, shit. What kind of a special edition? A full moon edition. Welcome to the full moon edition of Weird and Feared. It's a podcast being recorded on, you guessed it, the full moon. Oh, yeah. Spooky time. Spooky time. Full moon spooky time. And for those concerned, I'm Nick. And I'm Zach. And like I already said, welcome. Well, I guess it's time to welcome you to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and spookify your mind. Spookify. All right. Like I said during the intro, this is a very special edition of Word and Fear. This is the full moon edition, mm-hmm. where we are probably going to extrapolate on varying legends regarding the full moon. The uh, format may not be something you are accustomed to, because me and Zach, we're both going to double team this baby. Yep. It's going right. to be a little different. A little different. So, I got a very subdued full moon legend or full moon folklore or like full moon type like farmer's almanac type shit to start us off with okay okay and we'll kind of build from there so this one website i'm pulling this off of is a website title i deeply appreciate considering i just came across it this evening moonglow.com hmm, interesting that's very cool it's unbiased probably very unbiased yeah this moon is this moon <clears throat> this website is probably very you know mm. Against moon, yeah, stuff. anti-moon, yeah, yeah, anti-moon. All right, so this website is going to tell me a certain agent legend of the full moon phase. Okay. So this website t- wants to take us back to the olden days. Mm-hmm. Now imagine the olden days. They're old. They are old. And more people were in tune with nature and the stars. It's unfortunate. More people need to get back into that shit. It's very true. I think it would help us out a lot as a culture, actually, if we looked up instead of looking down. Yep. So in ancient times, people believed that the full moon shining brightly in the sky indicated that a beautiful and clear weather situation was going to transpire in the following day. Whereas a hazy or foggy full moon surrounded by perhaps a white glow, that was a sign that rain was on the way. Yeah, because there's clouds up there. Mm-hmm. And perhaps another ancient legend surrounding the moon uh, in its full state says that whenever a red, transparent shield is present over the orb, it signaled a looming natural disaster, war, or the outbreak of the plague. Way to escalate the situation, Moon Glow. Wow. Whoa. Well, it's odd because the full moon today looks like it's got a corona. Virus? No, just drinking one. <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. Family. Mentioned that before. Uh-huh. Fast and the Furious, they drink Coronas. Oh, yeah. It's important. I don't know why it's important. I still haven't watched any Fast I, and the Furious just, movies. <laughs> have you seen any part of the current trailer for the new one? I don't think so. Do you want to know something that you might care about? Are they drinking Coronas? No, but family. You know how I've even, just in our talkings, even on this show, I've mentioned that family is important to the mm-hmm. Fast and the Furious franchise? Okay. Well, they, they introduced uh, Dom... Uh, Don Dom Quixote? No, no. Uh, Vin Diesel. His Dom. Brother, Dom. Yeah. I know that. I, they, that's they, it. Oh, well, that's they, they introduced his real blood brother, his actual brother, and he's a villain. Do you know who plays him? Vin Diesel's brother in this fictional universe? Oh, uh, n- no. John Cena. What? <laughs> you got eight movies to watch, Zach. I hope you're excited. Okay. All right. Anyways. I can't see that guy anyway, so there's no point in watching it. Fair. That's fair. That's a fair point. It's a fair point. But moving away from the corona the moon is drinking and right. the coronavirus... 
This website tells me that a moon with a red transparent shield is a sign of a natural disaster war or the outbreak of the plague. That's a cool moon fact. Like a blood moon? Maybe. Or a harvest moon? Could be. I can see that. Or is it actually holding a shield instead of a corona? I would like to think the moon is preparing for battle. Mm-hmm. You see the moon draw a shield out and a sword, Whoa! and you're like, well, this can't be good. Yeah, somebody's going to war. Well, that was my one random moon fact. What do you got over there? Well, I mean, I've just been kind of... I'm yeah. on AccuWeather.com. Tell me about it. Uh, Well, you know, you've heard the term lunatic, right? I have. That That's based off of lunar cycles. No, it's not. Lunar. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. You didn't know that? I honestly did not know that. Yeah. This bullshit episode with her together actually taught me something. I honestly... It you makes so much sense. No, I didn't. <laughs> after hearing it, it makes so much sense. Of course, it, yeah, lunatic, oh, right? Yeah. Well, also, I'm on AccuWeather, and they're, they're discussing uh, how the moon has been associated with insane behavior, including suicide, sleepwalking, and violence. A lot of people dismiss the myths, though, and lunacy depends on who you ask. Um, I know some professionals, paramedics and police, I think, and doctors tend to agree with lunar studies, but then I think from what they're saying here, extensive human uh, study says that not a whole lot really goes on. So we might just be reading more into it than actually happens. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, what do you want some? But I mean, if you go from the people that are studying—not studying it necessarily, but dealing with this on yes. a monthly basis—they're uh-huh. like, "Well, this fucking day every time, and the moon's full every time, seems to be more chaotic." But then, if you look at the scientists that are like, "Well, do full moons actually control people or like make people weird?" And if you look at the study, it's like, well, no, because you're looking at six billion people or whatever the hell you, right. you're looking at. Right. And you're getting people that are on the ground seeing it in person. Where you're like, well, this guy wouldn't have done this yesterday, but he's apparently doing it today. Well, do you want to know some firsthand accounts that I've experienced in full moon days? Sure. What do you got? It happens a lot, but I mean, it happens often. And I haven't done an actual scientific study on this, but let's just say a hypothetical person who might be the other half of this podcast that is not yourself, um, when he's dealing with the public in a public relations customer service type environment, mm-hmm. when full moons happen, a lot of pe- a lot of crazy people make appearances, a lot of crazy requests, a lot of crazy questions, a lot of people just with erratic behavior. It does, I mean, it has happened. But I mean, do I just, the, so to your point, do I just notice them more because it's a full moon and of course the obnoxious people always stand up more than the normal people who just go about their business or am I actually seeing an actual surplus of crazy people who are acting a little bit ridiculous, maybe perhaps filled with lunacy, even the word lunacy. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Yeah. So clearly there's something to it that goes back centuries, thousands of years perhaps Yeah. that it, it causes people, and even if you think of the ancient times, like if you look in the sky and see a full moon, that just makes, and especially whatever your beliefs are, that just make might make somebody act ridiculous based on the fact that he knows it's a full moon. If he sees this giant orb in the sky and he might be predisposed to doing ridiculous things. Yeah. But it's just... Like, yeah, well, I mean, you could argue that if you're a crazy person and sure. you think of all these weird shit at night, though. Yeah. You're like, well, there's finally enough light for me to go do this crazy shit. Nice. That's like, I can see where I'm going. Yeah. All right. And it's still dark enough that nobody can see me doing this, maybe. But maybe I want somebody to see me. Maybe I'm going to knock on the outside of this person's hut, and they're going to look outside and be like, oh, my God, what is George doing? And I'm going to pretend I'm a wolf. Like, It's like, George, are you howling? All right. Yes. I got some other fun facts here from AccuWeather. Let's get some fun AccuWeather facts. So this article was actually written in uh, September of 2019, so we're a little past that now. Yes. But, I mean, as we established last episode, everything seems like it's very close together. Right. But go on. 
So the biggest supermoon in 2019 appeared in November. Okay. They say it could cause a baby boom. What? Researchers followed a thousand births in a hospital in Kyoto, Japan, where the mothers were not induced. Their study showed more babies were born when the moon was the closest to the earth, when the gravitational pull is the strongest. Oh my God. According to theories that persist to this day, full moons cause a moon-induced baby boom. That's insane. That's that's weird. That's wild. Yeah. The moon could also be regulating your menstrual cycle. Mine? Yes, yours. Oh my god. I mean, it's controversial. <laughs> I would think it might be. <laughs> but so is everything else about that study. Oh, so okay. okay, all right. Uh, so that okay. might not be an actual thing. But yeah, apparently there's a baby boom around uh, super moons. Well, I'm going to do a quick little shift to moonglow.com again. All right, Just because back. you're mentioning about how the bo- the moon affects our bodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, they refer to the moon as a mystical orb. So I'm just going to think that's cool that that is out there. Yeah, it's a mystical orb. <laughs> sure. but the mo- And the Earth's flat. This... We'll get the earth. No, let's, uh, we're going to move past that real quick. Oh, what? We want yeah. to, no, no. We're not doing that episode tonight? No, All right, that's we'll, a garbage we'll, thing. We'll do that later. No. What's a garbage thing? that We're not going to talk about it? Yeah, because we should talk about it. The flat earth? We're not talking about that. You want to talk about the ice wall? Okay. Well, I do want to talk about All the right, ice wall. Right. But <laughs> what I would like to tell you is that you The earth is not flat. <laughs> let's just get that out there. But I mean, about the if, it wasn't, if it was round, I would roll down the hill or something. Sorry. Devil's advocate kicked in. I mean, you're still going to roll down a hill. On a flat earth? No, it's flat. I mean, how flat are we talking? <laughs> flat. No. I don't think that's it's what they're thi- advocating. It's a 6,000-year-old flat thing in space. It's completely flat. Totally flat. Like tabletop flat. And I'm... Never We're not going to talk about this. No, what I am going to talk about is the fact that our bodies made are made up of 70%, 75% water. That's true. And... Moon Glow is telling me that, of course, the moon affects the tides, which we both know. But to plan to the, the way that the moon could affect anyone's body, we're made of water. Makes sense. It could pull on us a little bit weirder. Yeah, so if I, if I sleep one way and the moon pulls all the water out of my, like my brain and puts it in my feet. I didn't know what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> where is the moon, where, where is the moon pulling on you and pulling out what water? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. But things like even like wives' tales, they come, they spring up from from a reason. I mean, otherwise, if it wasn't different, people wouldn't talk about it. Right. There's got to be something to it. Otherwise, you you wouldn't think anything of it. Right. Like, Some well, a bunch of people are acting weird tonight. It's the third day of the month. Yeah. Hmm. Third day of the month is always crazy. No, it's not. No, not always. Some people also think that the moon, the full moon affects their seizures if they have epilepsy. And many people hmm, that's um, interesting. report that they report more seizures during full moons. But again, that claim is not backed by any concrete scientific research. Hmm. All right. I don't know where you're at, but I'm moving off moonglow.com because it's not helping me out anymore. I'm still on AccuWeather. Uh, I feel like that's very reliable. It's more reliable than Moonglow, I think. I think you're right. But how do you feel if you turn to a website and it has an image of a girl trying to touch the moon? Do you think they have a lot of facts on here? Absolutely. All right, so I'm going to get into that a little bit. So apparently sleep studies are affected by the moon as well. Most studies... In most of the sleep studies, research participants were not aware of the moon phase or time cues, but I'll just read, I'll read it verbatim. Roughly three years ago, a study definitively showed that the moon's phases affect human sleep. In most of the sleep studies, research participants were not aware of the moon phase or time cues. The largest full moon since 1948 is set to make an appearance in November 2016. However, biological clock researcher at the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Biology, Dr. Tobias Kaiser doesn't think that'll make much of a difference when it comes to sleep. There's a real doctor called Tobias Kaiser. Yeah. That's what I got from that. Well, right. But so it says it says there's a definite 
definitively show that the moon's phases affect sleep. Right. And then it says, in 2016, this article was written in 2019. What? That this guy doesn't think it'll make a difference. And that's all it says. (laughs) That's it? That's all it says. (laughs) What? Why would they write that? They took took three years to write this article with no facts? Yeah. What the fuck? Did they get paid for that? Probably. What the hell? More than you and me do. That's true. Huh. All right. Well, moving moving off of AccuWeather then, because that lost its credibility real quick there. Yeah. Well, I was trying to pace this out so we could escalate to more ridiculous things, but would you like to read... um, Sorry. Would you like me to read you things about the moon as a god? Yeah. Okay. This is from learnreligions.com. How do you feel about that? What was it again? Learn religions. Learn religions? Yeah, no spaces. Just thrown together. Okay. All right, well. For thousands of years, people have looked up at the moon and wondered about its divine significance. These are words written by Patty... Wigington. It should come as no surprise that many cultures throughout time have had lunar deities, that is, gods or goddesses associated with the power and energy of the moon. And let's just say you're doing a moon-related ritual. Let's just say, you know, Wiccan, I am doing paganism. right now. Are you? Yeah. All right, after I'm doing this paragraph, you should walk me through it. You may choose to call upon one of those or these deities for assistance. I'm very glad I read her introductory paragraph. Mm-hmm. So coming across um, different deities associated with the moon, I came across one from Roman antiquity. Okay. Her name is Diana. And I'm going to read you an introductory paragraph from the Wikipedia page about Diana. Diana is a goddess in Roman and Hellenistic religion, which of course is Greece, primarily considered a patroness of the countryside, hunters, crossroads, and the moon. She's equated with the Greek goddess Artemis and Hecate, and absorbed much of Artemis' mythology early in Roman history, including a birth on the island of Delos to parents Jupiter and Latona, and a twin brother Apollo. So she's basically a god, you know, a daughter of Zeus. Uh-huh. Jupiter, same guy. Though she had an independent origin in Italy. All right, so as far as perhaps infamous deities of the moon go, uh-huh. let's jump into one big one and just f- hit a few uh, high points, okay? Ur and Ignignat. What? The Moonanites from Aquatine Hunger Force. Amazing. <laughs> Sorry. After all these years, I forgot their exact names. Mm. Perfect. Incredible. Do you have an article pulled up about them? No, I should. And how they, how, what are their interactions with Fry Guy like? Uh, Contentious? Smoke while you steal. They're, they like Meatwad better. Yeah. That's Fry true. Guy's not a fan. No, he's not on board. Fry Guy's usually the guy that's like shutting the shit down. What are you guys doing? And of course, Shake is just a criminal. I love that show. It was good. Anyways, back to what yeah, you oh, were sorry. saying. <laughs> sorry, I was gonna, I was gonna make it a very personal conversation for a second. Oh yeah, well, we, you want to talk about uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force just for yeah. a little bit? Do you remember when we went to go see that movie? Oh, absolutely. Do you remember how it required an ID? Yeah, I do. Do you remember when you were with three other men who were there to see it with you, yeah. and someone in this yeah. group did not have an identification card? That may or may not have been me. <laughs> so then we had to drive almost. I mean, let's just say probably a half hour back to the home to grab it. Yeah, I mean, one of our friends is still uh, very salty about that. It's true. He's also very v- salty. He is very salty about it. Yeah, I try not to bring it up with him. So then when we came back to the theater at one of the, like, the like at this, like, compared to like the theaters now, it was the jankiest. It was so crowded because everyone loved this franchise. So we all sat separate, and it was the movie was about to begin. We saw the whole movie. We didn't miss anything. Mm-hmm. But we were all separated. And, I mean, his anger is what I will remember the most. <laughs> well, what I remember the most is that was my introduction to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I had never seen it before. And it was he incredible. Was, oh, it's a good place to be introduced to. 
What sucks is that the man who was so upset with you had loved that franchise for a long time. Yep. <laughs> yep. But that was what got me into it. Good. I mean, that's a good introduction. And I mean, like the introduction with the um, with the food dancing. Yep. The it sells you very hard. Yep. All right. Just a little personal story, but mm. a good one that I felt was worth documenting for the future because it's very important. Smoke while you steal. Smoke while you steal. But moving on to lunar talk, the goddess Artemis is the Olympian goddess of the hunt, the moon. And chastity. Now, can you guess what website this is from? Chastity.com. That's funnier. <laughs> but this will be funny for what? GreekMythology.com. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what this is. So uh, here it goes. Well, yeah. In time, she also, booyah, became associated <laughs> with childbirth and nature. No more than a few days old, she helped her brother Leto give birth to her twin brother, Apollo. Artemis was very protective of her and her priestess's innocence. Consequently, she wasn't very nice when some of them weren't so careful. What does that mean? I don't know. Me neither. I'm done talking about it. What do you got over there? (laughs) Well, unlike that, uh, one of my favorite records of all time. Okay, like this. The Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. Pink Floyd. Beautiful. Released in March 1st of 1973. Apparently, Dark Side of the Moon is not the nomenclature for the far side of the moon. As most people know, or some people don't, so I'll enlighten everybody. The moon perpetually faces Earth. It does not rotate whatsoever. Correct. Hence, you get... Pink Floyd's name, the dark side of the moon. Right. So it's the other side. Right. There's a lot of, a lot of conspiracy theories about what is on that other side because nobody knows. Nobody knows, right? Sure. Uh, Space dot com. Good. I got a lot of good photos. Oh my god. Of the what is called it from NASA and people that study the moon. It's called the far side of the moon. Okay. But yeah, you can look at it. I don't see any bases. No reptilians. Well, I mean, they could edit it out. A lot of people say NASA edits all their photos, so I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, um, you can see it. I didn't know that. Well, when um, when those thoughts come into my brain, I am I'm often reminded of the motion picture masterpiece directed by Michael Bay called, called Dark of the Moon. Which is the, I'm not familiar with Which that is one. the third installment of the Transformers franchise. Oh, that's why I'm not familiar. Okay. Yep. Which dives into conspiracies. I mean, the whole movie's about a conspiracy about what's going on at the dark side of the moon. And guess what? You know what the conspiracy is? Lizard people. Decepticons. Oh. <laughs> Decepticons. But lizard people would be fun, too. Yeah. I mean, so, but... They have pictures. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, the photos from the far side of the moon. And it's got a bunch of craters. It's from taken from NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter spacecraft. Badass. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for weird conspiracies, but that seems like that one's being debunked pretty quickly which part is being debunked that there's bases on that side that's the claim well there's a lot of claims <laughs> but that's that's a big one and okay. i'm not seeing that dark side of the moon's a good record it is a good record i also do you own it i don't that's okay um my father's got it on vinyl still incredible oh it's shit. fantastic oh shit um but man, I didn't realize that was their eighth record. Seventies, man. Seventy-two. I mean, Pink Floyd was putting on a lot of music, but goddamn. Seventy-two. Seventy-three. Oh shit! Okay. I mean, they it's recorded close. in seventy-two. So. It was released in seventy-three. All right. Could be a mess in there. I hope so. 
I'm going to pull a cool um, little snippet off of a website that I believe strongly in. Would you like to know what it's called? Yes. History.com. Oh. It's, it's number two in an article titled Seven Unusual Myths and Theories About the Moon. Now, the first one says full moons make you crazy. And as a myth, like I told you earlier, my firsthand experience... Like, it might not be super provable, but there's definitely an uptick in, like, weirdos when it's the full moon. Sorry, there is. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, right. Oh, you want to hear a cool part from that? Yeah. Again, full moons make you crazy. Well, guess what? From history.com, in 18th century England, people on trial for murder could campaign for a lighter sentence on grounds of lunacy if the crime occurred under a full moon. See? Lunacy. Lunatics. So the time to kill someone... Was on a full moon? Because you could get away with it? Uh-huh. Meanwhile... That sounds like something a lunatic would do. It's exactly <laughs> what a lunatic would do. Huh. You know how much I hate myself right now? A lot? Many amounts. Luna. Lunatic. Never in my entire life, my 35 years on this earth, have I put those two together. It makes so much sense. That's lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so continuing that last paragraph. Uh, meanwhile, psychiatric patients at London's Bethlehem Hospital were shackled and flogged. What? As a, <laughs> <laughs> why did you flog them? As a preventative measure during suit and lunar phases. You know what doesn't make somebody freak out on a full moon? When you just beat the fuck out of them. Oh, my God. I mean, that would make me freak out most times. Yeah, I would think so. Even today, despite studies discrediting the hypothesis, some people think full moons make everyone a little loony. Zach, I've experienced it. I mean, I'm only one man with my own memories and anecdotes, but, like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck, man? All right, the part I wanted to talk about. Number two. Again, myths and theories. Aliens inhabit the moon. This is a direct quote from History.com. In the 1820s, the Bavarian astronomer Franz von Paula Grutensen claimed to have glimpsed entire cities on the moon with his telescope. He wrote that the Lunarians who lived there had built sophisticated buildings, roads, and forts. Most of his colleagues scoffed at his assertion, but he eventually got a small lunar crater named after him. I don't know if that makes anything he said credible, that he was so famous they named something after him, but good for him. Sir William Herschel, a prominent British astronomer and composer, also thought aliens lived on the moon and made regular observations about the progress of their construction progress projects. In 1835, when the, can you imagine being obsessed with the moon in 1835? Yeah, it would have been a totally different beast. What a crazy time. When the New York Sun published a series of fraudulent articles about the supposed existence of life on the moon, pulling off the so-called Great Moon Hoax, it was called the Great Moon Hoax? All right, I'm going to finish this paragraph and look that up. <laughs> it falsely credited Herschel's son, John, as a famous astronomer in his own right. With this shocking discovery. All right. I saw your eyes light up over there. You got some cool stuff going on? Uh, I'm reading some science facts over on space.com here. <laughs> and I, I thought this was pretty cool. I did not know this. Because, you know, he thinks cold, dead space. Crazy. You know. It's a vacuum. Right. Pe- apparently, the moon's temperature is 280 degrees Fahrenheit. What? Yeah. It's hot? I mean, it's getting bombarded with no atmosphere by the sun. So makes I guess sense. that makes sense. It does make sense. I just never seen that. Like, I didn't know. No. Um, so one argument for uh, conspiracy theorists is sure. what the space.com argues against is that film would have melted when the astronauts were on there. Ah. Uh, and so... Oh, I see what this conspiracy is now. Right. So the science behind that says no one was... Leaving bare film out on the hot lunar surface, 
All material was contained in protective canisters. In addition, at the time the Apollo missions landed, they were either at lunar dawn or dusk. As a result, the temperature was more easily manageable. But yeah, I did not know that the temperatures were anywhere near that. You know, I I assumed they were cold, but that was just me. So no, I mean, it was guessing. Like I, yeah. I hadn't done any research into this now, whatsoever. It wasn't just you. I assumed it would be colder up there. What the degree of cold would be, I would have no idea. But as far as colder goes, yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be that fucking hot up there. But again, it makes sense. The sun is right there, and there's no atmosphere protection. You're walking on a mirror, basically. Right. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I hadn't thought about that. And uh, also, besides that, so other people claim, you know, there's footprints on the moon now. Human oh. footprints. Yes, there which is. Which is fucking awesome. Very much so. But some people say that it requires moisture in the soil. And science says, not always. If you take some dry, fine grain dust, such as talcum powder, and dump it out, it's easy to make tracks in that, in that which would hold their shape. The particles hold their position due to the friction between them. You don't mm. need moisture necessarily. No. I like that you're on like this full moon tangent right now, and I'm just like on moon science right now. No, it's what you need. No, 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 no. Yeah. We've, we've got all, a good balance here, I it's think. It's moon talk. Yeah. I mean... But I'm just trying to avoid yeah. websites that I think you're hitting, and I'm like, well, let's go to space.com. <laughs> <laughs> I just came off of history.com. Yeah, that's true. And then, and then yeah. I was talking to you about Greek mythology, and it was greekmythology.com. What the fuck is going on, Google? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. So the idea is that you're trying to hit these not not conspiracy bases, but like science based, and by being science based, by its very nature, disproves certain conspiracies just because you know you're talking about space facts, right? Well, would you like to hear more about a conspiracy I hinted about? Sure. The Great Moon Hoax. Hmm. It's not very lengthy, so we're going to go to a website. Probably not very girthy either. We can, get, <laughs> we can get into it. And if you want to see some cool illustrations, when I read this paragraph, you should look them up. But I am going to go to this little-known website called wikipedia.org. Oh, never heard of it. Wait, .org? It's .org, yeah. Still never heard of it. The article is entitled The Great Moon Hoax. Okay, lay it on me. The Great Moon Hoax refers to a series of six articles that were published in The Sun, a New York newspaper beginning in August 25th, 1835. When you're talking about lunar bodies, Mm -hmm. or solar bodies, I should say, Yes. when you say it's published in The Sun, (laughs) a little deceptive. Mm. A little tricky. Got to break things down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So imagine reading The Great Moon Hoax. All right. In the previous episode, you were the the participant in a little bit of role play I instigated. Oh, can I be a, a solar cop this time? I mean, you made it way cooler than I was <laughs> going to take it. Yeah, fine. Be a solar cop. All right, but pretend you're on Earth. Yeah, I'm wearing the heaviest. Well, they're probably pretty thin sunglasses. Nobody had cool sunglasses in 1835. Oh, I have cool sunglasses. In 1835, what do they look like? What are they made out of? Like onyx? Are they made out of obsidian? Volcanic? The bottom of bottles. Just dark brown. Oh, man. Glass. You, round. You'd, you'd look very cool. All right. That's good. Uh-huh. Sierra, do you want to copyright that idea? You got it. It's yours? Yep. Okay. So beginning on August 25th, 1835, about the supposed discovery of life and even civilization on the moon. The discoveries were falsely attributed to Sir John Herschel, one of the best astronomers at the time. Not as good as me. Not as good as you. I'm gunslinging for that sun. (laughs) Are you a gunslinger or a sunslinger? Both. (laughs) You were too confident with that answer. (laughs) I appreciate that. Okay. Now, our episode is still building. Mm-hmm. And I have enjoyed everything you've told me because it's been way better than what I ever found. <laughs> everything you find, I actually have learned something. But again, credit to John Herschel, who I guess didn't actually write it. 
This article um, was entitled Great Astronomical Discoveries Lately Made by Sir John Herschel. Do you want to know what these articles entailed? Yeah, lay it on me. All right. The articles describe animals on the moon. Okay. Including bison, goats, unicorns, bipedal, tailless beavers, and bat-like winged humanoids. <laughs> what? I think we've cracked open a uh, part of this mystery we've never talked about before. Who built temples? There were trees, oceans, and beaches. These discoveries were supposedly made with, quote, an immense telescope of an entirely new principle. Now, in 1835, it would not be hard to make a better telescope. Yeah. I feel like we have better ones now, probably. I will. The article, the uh, Wikipedia article goes on to say, eventually the authors announced that the observations had been terminated by the destruction of the telescope by means of the sun causing the lens to act as a burning glass, setting fire to the observatory. Well, This is a story of guys burning down their lies. They're like, oh no, our place burned down. Well, yeah, but I mean... Ah, well. You know, like starting fires with magnifying glasses and stuff, though. I do. Well, this, little that, they were doing stuff. They just burned it down. Would you like to see a lithograph in that article about what was going on on the moon? Sure. In 1835? Yeah, lay it on me. All right. How much do you love the Mothman? All right. Do these More than lo- he loves me. Oh, that's probably true. How do you feel about these illustrations going on right here? Whoa. What? Look at him. And this guy over here, you know how the Chicago Mothman has like wings that connect like a gliding suit? Uh-huh. Gliding suits did not exist back then. Yep. This is pure bat shit. Look yep. at it. It's incredible. What does that mean? Demons. It's a pretty cool illustration. You want to see another one? Yeah. Okay. This is good podcast stuff, but look at this handsome man. Look at that. Is he giving somebody the finger? I don't know. I can only imagine (laughs) being the illustrator contracted to draw this. Like he's giving somebody the finger. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just from the angle that you can't tell if it's his index finger or the middle finger. That's totally the middle finger. It's definitely the middle. That has to be the middle finger. He's way too pumped about that. He's like, yep, here you go. Suck on this. Yeah, from a quick scan of the sucking this what? This finger? Yeah, this okay. finger. Yeah. <laughs> from a quick scan of the Wikipedia article, it looks like that this may have been, this might surprise you, this may have been a story published by The Sun to just make people think that they should buy their magazine. Should have been published by the moon. <laughs> published by the moon. <laughs> now you know how this article was credited um, to Mr. Herschel Sure. well Herschel was initially amused by the hoax knowing that his real observations could never be as exciting so this is a guy who's into science he's like what you got going on is more fun yeah he's like well, you guys are having fun with this but he later became annoyed when he had to answer questions from people who believe the hoax was serious hmm. so honestly this guy feels exactly like me like, mm-hmm. this is crazy, guys. What you're talking about is hilarious. It's fun. Like, get it? Like, this is... Like, I love this, and it's awesome. But, like, it's not... But I, I've dedicated my life to not this. Yeah, this isn't real. Like, it's fu- Like I love your ideas, but this is fake stuff. And then when people think it's serious, it becomes less fun, because then you have to admit, like, no, this is just fiction. It's just fun. It's not real. Yeah. And then that makes you, and like by personal experience, that makes you sad in the inside because you're like, it's not, you gotta let it go, guys. It's not, it's not, it's not something you should believe in. This right. is, this is fake moon news. False moon news. This isn't going on. Edgar Allan Poe also claimed some of these stories were just plagiarisms of his own fiction stories. So I don't know what was going on at the sun at this time. This sounds pretty crazy. Uh well that could be back to science.com go on when the lunar excursion module landed its powerful engine didn't burrow a deep crater in the dusty surface of the moon okay what do you think about that it did not it is not i would just say based on my um limited knowledge 
that that's just what happens on the moon? Different gravity? Yeah, beneath the layer of dust, the moon is made of fairly densely packed rock. Right. But dust and loose dirt but there was, though, kicked up. It's referenced by the astronauts and captioned in their landing films. Just just going off of fun <laughs> facts here. <laughs> Gotta love the fun facts. Yeah. I'm just I'm just talking about moon landings. Let's get into some more moon myths though. What do we got going on here? The New York Sun published a series of fraudulent articles. Right, yes. About the supposed existence of life on the moon. Yeah, they went to town. Pulling off the so-called Great Moon Hoax, which is what you just mentioned. Yes. It falsely credited Herschel jo- Herschel's son John, a famous astronomer, his own right with a shocking discovery. So, conflicting. Correct? What was the conflicting part? Well... I, I mean, I was also trying to read and listen to you at the same time while that's true. reading this. You're right. That's so. true. That's true. I think we. Well, I'm not going to argue any side. We may have we may have overlapped in a few places. We definitely overlapped. But the point is, did I say that it was? Oh shit! Did I say? Um, well, because you said it credited his son. Yeah. Was his son named the same name? Were they both John? Very could have, very well could have been. So that could have been that could have been that whole thing. The whole thing I was getting out of this was though pulling off the so-called Great Moon Hoax, right? So it was proved that what phony? That the, that the, oh yeah. no, it was proved there were cities on the moon. No, no, it was proved phony. <laughs> I wish that. <laughs> yeah, but like. It, they were. Tr- he was trying to prove that there were cities on the moon for so long, right? And then it was just like, oh, okay, well, the New York Sun, which uh-huh. was pushing it, right, got called out. What is distressing about both those um, takes in this is how much these drawings looked like the Mothman. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Because if you're looking up the history of a fictional character or a character you think might exist and might be terrorizing a certain Midwestern major city and you came across this shit, like, fuck, that's exactly what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this is, no, this yeah. Is exactly yeah. what the Chicago Mothman looks like to a T. Yep. The skin membrane connected to his feet. Mm-hmm. And we always say the Mothman... He lives in a UFO over Lake Michigan. Absolutely. Well, this goes back to that weird thing that you and me have no idea about anything about it. What would that be? The moon controls uh, your menstrual cycle. My menstrual cycle? (laughs) Yes, yours. Okay. Tell me about that. Uh, It says that perhaps because the menstrual and lunar cycles are similar in length... Many early civilizations believed that the moon determined when women when women could become pregnant. This could explain why female moon deities from the Chinese goddess Chang Changge to Mama Kia of the Incas figure so prominently in mythologies around the world. Makes sense. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about that since I have yet to have my first menstrual cycle. Well, you're telling me a lot about mine. <laughs> right. And I don't know how that works because um, every, everybody's different. It's a private matter. I'm not going to tell you. Right. Exactly. But that's a weird thing. Um, don't know. Does the moon control it? Or is it just because that takes that much time? Right. Just coincidence. It's a coincidence. Humans always look for patterns. So that would, I mean, and especially when you can't just look at your iPhone, you'd be looking to the stars and you would make patterns and make connections to your own biology. Right. So like making this maybe be a thing, entirely possible. I'd be interested to learn about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't how know much, how I learned about that. But how much do you want to know about my, my menstrual cycle? More than you do, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Can you track that with the moon phases? Can you do that? Can you jot that down? I can try. 
right. Yeah, work on that. Our female listeners can also, but I will also contribute. <laughs> yeah. To the wealth oh. of knowledge, the data. Yeah. Live for the data. Do you want to know a cool website name? Legendsandmyths.net. Honeymoon. Word origin mm-hmm. is the full moon. Quote from the website. Now that we're talking about the full moon, and we are, mm-hmm. have you thought of the word honeymoon yet? Why this fancy name for the events following weddings when spouses go on holidays? Mead. It is said that the term was derived from the full moon of the month June, which was once considered the best time to schedule weddings because it was the waiting period between cultivating plants and the harvest season. Mm-hmm. The honeymoon. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun to know. Booze moon. Booze moon. How do you feel about the beer moon? How do you feel about the moon being a hollow spacecraft? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How do I feel about that? I guess I'm about to find out. I mean, we're not going to find out a whole lot, but apparently that's a that's a thing that people throw out there. Well, throw it at me. The first minute, uh, there's an H.G. Wells story called The First Men in the Moon, and it takes place within a hollow moon inhabited by aliens. Oh, my God. Uh, in 1972, Soviet scientists took this premise and ran with it. Where do they go? Well, they went to the moon, I think. <laughs> I don't know if they did that. But according to <laughs> astronomers, the moon, though admittedly enigmatic as far as celestial bodies go, couldn't maintain its mass and gravitational field if it lacked a dense core. So... It can't be hollow. So it's not a ship. Oh, according so, to scientists. Wow. So somebody disproved that with science. Crazy. Yeah, but. Sounds like a science lie. Science is a lie. Sounds like a lie. We've said that in past episodes, yes, right? It's a fun fact. We're all about fun facts. Yeah, fun science facts. Science is a lie. Astronomers lie. Yes. <laughs> Astronomers lie. And that is a scientific fact. So. Yes. So. Lacesus. Of Seleucia mm-hmm. theorized of around 150 BC that tides were caused by the moon. Okay, so we go all the back, all the way back to 150 BC. That's a while. It's way further than I had guessed. That is true. I wouldn't. And, uh, I wouldn't have guessed that far back. The influence of the moon on bodies of water was also mentioned in a different book called. Um. In Latin, it translates as the reckoning of time. And it came out in 725 AD is what I'm gathering from here. And it notes that the tides rise and fall at four-fifths of an hour later each day, just as the moon rises and sets four-fifths of an hour later. It goes on to emphasize that in two lunar months, 59 days, the moon circles the earth 57 times, and there are 114 tides. What? Dude, people have a <laughs> lot more a lot more time on their hands. They also probably get paid for these observations. Yeah. Did they? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. But that's crazy to me. Like, so I agree. So 57 times the moon circles the earth, 114 tides, that's obviously twice the amount. So that's cool. That is cool. The moon's cool. <laughs> yeah, the moon rules. Yeah, we need it. It's important for us. Hopefully one day it's going to block a huge blow, preventing the uh, sixth mass extinction. All right, so we've been going to a bunch of very specific websites for this episode, correct? Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to go to ancient-origins.net. Okay. And read a quote that I probably don't need a quote for. But this is from their website. Perhaps the greatest myth involving the full moon is the ever-popular werewolf, a mythological or folkloric human with the ability to shapeshift into a wolf or wolf-like creature during a full moon. The origin of the werewolf legend can be traced back to Germanic paganism and Proto-Indo-European mythology. Word lycanthropy 
the transformation of a man to wolf, is reconstructed as an aspect of the initiation of the warrior class. But the link between moon and wolf is not only associated with lycanthropy. The great goddess of the moon was said to keep the company of wolves. With the North American Seneca tribes believing wolves sang the moon into existence. Again, just throwing out the fact that werewolves are incredible. Yep. Ancients-origins.net. Well, I'll throw out a few uh, more names for the full moon. Um, that come from Native American lore. Okay. January gets the wolf moon, or the old moon, or the moon after Yule. Okay. Uh, February gets the snow moon, the hunger moon, or the stone moon. Storm moon. Got it. We are currently in the snow moon. I know. Uh, And then March, there's the worm moon, crow moon, sap moon, crust moon. April, seed moon, pink moon, sprouting grass moon, paschal moon, egg moon. May, milk moon, flower moon, corn planting moon. I feel like that one's good to know. I agree. Uh, June, Mead moon, strawberry moon, rose moon, hot moon, thunder moon, uh, July, hay moon, buck moon, elk moon, summer moon, August, corn moon, sturgeon moon, red moon, barley moon, September, harvest moon, corn moon, fruit moon, barley moon, October, hunter's moon, blood moon, autumn moon, sanguine moon, Pumpkin moon. Oh, shit. November, beaver moon, turkey moon, frosty moon, dark moon. December, oak moon, cold moon, long night's moon. The long night's moon is the last full moon of the year and the one nearest the winter solstice. Interesting. Just some cool moon facts. Well, the winter solstice is very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. So, yeah, well, there's a lot to be done about the moon. I mean, this is you and me just kind of riffing here. Absolutely. Do you want It's crazy that we can just type in stuff about the moon. I mean, it's one of the most important things involved in human history and culture because it's right there. It's been there the entire time. Mm-hmm. If anybody looks outside and you're like, hey, oh, what's going on? Well, guess what? There's the fucking moon. Yep. And I bet on a day when people were used to seeing the moon, it was cloudy. They're like, oh, my God, where the fuck did the moon go? Yep. Like, it's a full moon right now. Yeah. We haven't been outside at all, but it's up there. It's a full moon. It's got to be bright as shit outside, or it's cloudy. Would you like to know a very scary thing from RD.com? Sure. Which is, of course, Reader's Digest. The moon. Do you love the moon? I'm indifferent. What if I said the moon? Makes werewolves? Well, it affects werewolves. I don't know if it makes them. Tomato, tomato. True fact. (laughs) (laughs) I won't argue that. Yeah. The moon is disappearing. And reappearing? Or just disappearing? Each year, the moon's orbit moves about four centimeters away from the Earth. Oh, yeah. Eventually, it's going to fuck us. Meaning that in a mere 500 million years, the moon will be 14,600 miles further away than it is right now. That's a good amount of distance. And a good amount of time. Right. Yeah. That's a huge... Right? Yep. And let's do one last science fact, and then we'll close this out, okay? Mm -hmm. From ReadersDigest.com. Shadows are darker on the moon than on Earth. Do you believe that? Yeah, the light source is further away. Astronauts on the moon immediately noticed that their shadows were much darker than there than on Earth. The atmosphere that scatters light to create shadows on Earth is absent on the moon. The sun and the Earth itself provide a little bit of light, enough for shadows to still appear. But the shadows are much harder to see. Even though scientists know these moon facts... They still can't figure out 13 unsolved mysteries about the moon. That's a link I can click, by the way. Yeah, well, you should click that. All right. 
so we've been trying to close this guy out. We're going to end this episode out, okay? On From Reuters Digest, 13 moon mysteries that scientists are trying to figure out. Okay. And you know what we're going to do? I'm not going to totally read from this article, but I will read you the 13 points. Okay? Mm-hmm. Where did the moon come from? Space. Space. All right, scientists. Mystery solved. The moon came from space. Yep. Nailed it. What? Why didn't you just fucking ask me the first time? I'm going to read this one sentence because it leads into the next point. Okay. Most scientists agree on the general idea that a Mars-sized object, think about that, yep. smashed into Earth about 4.5 billion years ago, creating a massive amount of debris that fell into orbit around the Earth and eventually coalesced into, into a single object. Mm-hmm. That's point. If that's how the moon formed... Why didn't the impact knock Earth out of orbit? Quote, well, what if it did? It's true. What was the Earth's previous orbit? Yeah. Quote, the collision had to be strong enough to throw a huge amount of material up into orbit around the Earth, but not so strong as to destroy the Earth. I'm just going to read this paragraph because it seems like it might be informative. Okay. In a paper published last week by the, Na- the journal Nature, the scientists say their numerical simulations indicate that the collision of a Mars-sized object with the early Earth left our planet tilted at an angle of 60 to 80 degrees and spinning rapidly once every two and a half hours or almost ten times as fast as today. Could there ever have been life on the moon? One of the reasons scientists want to get a closer look at the ice hidden in polar craters on the moon is that they wonder if it might tell us of something about the development of life on Earth. Yeah, we're moon tonight. Quote, oh, oh, one idea for the origin. That's why we smoke while we steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just jump down to the question that we need to end this episode on and the question I know you've been wondering. Okay. All right. Yeah, This Lay is it. On me. We're not going to get distracted by links and facts on the moon. This is ending this out. Cool. What what have I what have I been wondering? Why do wolves howl at the moon? Hmm. According to readersdigest.com, rd.com. Well, wolves do howl at night. And sometimes the moon is visible when they're making a lot of noise, but researchers have actually not been able to confirm that wolves howl any more when the moon is full than during a full moon. Their close rel- relative, the domesticated dog on the other hand, does seem to be affected by moon phases. They visit veterinary emergency rooms 28% more often when the moon is full. Cats visit 23% more often. I would argue, is this because they're more in tune with the human cycle? Yeah, I'm going to say that's fucking bullshit because how many people have wolves in their fucking lap every day that's on a true. full moon? That's true. How do they register wolves compared to dogs? Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. But yeah, something something weird is going on. It's been hundreds of years. Lunatics. Lunacy. I mean, that's uh, part of our vocabulary. You don't even think about it. I mean, if this episode teaches me anything, it's that. And it seems so obvious. It's, it's been in plain sight the entire time. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? If you have a fucking crazy-ass moon story. If you're a fucking lunatic. You know where to find us. All those lunatics, email us at weirdandfreedpodcast at gmail.com and find us on all the social medias. And uh, if you support the show and moon talk, Patreon exists. Otherwise, you know what you need to do. Goddamn, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Man, have a good time, guys. Stay spooky. Stay <laughs> spooky.